Jacqueline Coyner, founder and digital creator of The Girls' Room, a startup media company that empowers women to discover their passions, share their stories, and embody their truths in the digital age. It's a multimedia hub for women, by women. Join me as we take a closer look into her story to unlock the hidden gems and everyday inspirations. Here's Off the Cuff with Jacqueline Coyner. Well, I'm excited to have you on the show. I really appreciate you you making some time. Thank Uh, you for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's been a rough journey, you know, as a creative. So to be in this space, it's like refreshing. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And thank you for, you know, joining us today. And of course, that's what we'll discuss, you know, more about the hidden gems. Yeah. More about what about that process really molded you to who you are today. And, um, you know, I'm just excited to learn more about it. Thank you. But you're from Brooklyn, right? Yes. So uh, tell me about the significance of Brooklyn um, mm. and how was that for you growing up? Ugh, Brooklyn is everything to me. I was born and raised in Brooklyn. Um, I moved to Queens. Mm. But even when I was living in Queens, my mom made it her business to bring us to the best schools in Brooklyn. So I honestly just rested my head in Queens. I never hung out in Queens, nothing, (laughs) to be honest. Um, And even more so now, I still, it's still the same thing, you know? Absolutely. Um, So yeah, Brooklyn is everything to me. My, it brought me up. It it taught me everything that I know now. Um, The hustle, I moved around a lot in Brooklyn growing up um, due to like financial things with my family. And so I know a lot about Brooklyn in different parts. So yeah. To tell me a little bit more about that hustle mentality. Yeah. Um, was there a specific moment where you feel like it brought you to that hustle and really craving to get more of that? Yeah, I think that seeing what my mom did for me and my siblings to make sure that we had a good education um, taught me that hustle mentality. Mm-hmm. Just to see her wake up super early in the morning. We would leave our house at like 5, 6 o'clock wow. in the morning. And just to drive an hour and change with traffic just to bring us to school you know and so that already instilled so much like of a hustle mentality and showed me that anything is possible and if it takes a longer time to get there then you know if it's worth it then you do it um so i think that really instilled the hustle mentality for me just going through that journey every single day waking Mm. up early every single day i think that's why i'm an early bird now you know what i mean like (laughs) i had to wake up super early every day um, and even on the weekends, I had to wake up early because wow. I had dance, I had lacrosse, I had basketball, mm. um, and that was all in Brooklyn. Wow, look at that. And you also mentioned that you moved around a lot. Yeah. Um, for financial circumstances yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, tell me about just the shift in that. Obviously, you know, t- tell me about the shift into that. I feel like my mom, my parents, I would say, um, definitely made sure that my me and my siblings had a roof over our head and I remember my dad was laid off Mm -hmm. and this was during a really rough time um like a lot of people were losing their jobs during this time I remember it and um my mom got accepted into housing public Mm -hmm. housing and I remember her being so grateful for it and I didn't understand like what it was or I had no idea right but we went to go visit it, and this was in Far Rockaway in Queens, Redfern um, Housing. I remember just being ungrateful mm. and not understanding as a child, like, 
why do we have to move again and why here? Mm. Because our apartments and stuff in our was nice, you know, and yeah. I felt like this just wasn't matching up to what we like where we were and it just wasn't making sense. Like how do you go from this to now here? Yeah. And I think obviously as a kid, like your parents are gonna tell you everything. Yeah. But because I was a little bit older, I remember my mom saying, It's either this or a shelter. You pick one. Mm. And so she snapped because she was just like, I'm doing my best as a parent to make yeah. sure that you have a roof over your head. And like obviously she didn't that wasn't like her her priority. You know, like I mean, that wasn't her her first um I guess decision, like she didn't want to be there, yeah. you know, um, but it kind of, I guess, felt like she had no choice. She had three kids to take care of. Yeah. What is she going to do? And so moving there definitely changed my life. I say for the better, though, um, my family still lives there and my goal is to get them out of that wow. environment. And I'm very grateful that I have been able to do that for myself. Just because, and sometimes I feel guilty of it, mm. but I've learned that you can't help others until you help yourself. Mm. And so we're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, my mom grew up in, in housing. Marble Mar Mar Project? I don't know. It's in Coney Island. My mom grew okay. up in, in Coney Island in the projects. And so for her, it was just like, I guess, regular thing. Mm. But for me, it was, it was another shock. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why she made sure that she drove us so far to the best schools, wow. because in that area, it was not good. Um, and I just want people who are in that environment to know that they matter. Mm. Because for me, I, like I said, I just rested my head there. But there are people who don't just rest their head there. Mm -hmm. You know, that is everything to them. That is where they hang out. That's their community. That's their culture. That's how they were raised. And I can understand and I see how people can be wrapped up in the stereotypes that are put on them because they are in those circumstances. Right. But those people probably didn't ask to be in those circumstances. And I hope that with the people that we're electing and just like everything that's going on, that they do take care of those types of communities mm. because they matter. Absolutely. And a lot of the people who live there are people of color. And that just goes back to, you know, my mom having to drive me so far. Right. Like, there's no reason why that should happen to anyone. You know what I mean? And I think that seeing that at a young age, it just made me grind harder. Mm. Like, I just knew I wasn't meant to be in that space. And I say that respectfully, you know, because, again, my family is still there. Yeah. But I always felt like this is not it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I knew that from a very young age that, I just deserved better. My family deserved better. The people who lived next door to me deserved better. And I still feel like that. Um, this, the living circumstances there is, is not the greatest. Mm. And to be in that environment and, and not have the resources that you see other people have, you know? Absolutely. And I think that's why I also felt out of place when I went to Frank Sinatra. Mm. Because here I am traveling from a low-income community to then be surrounded by rich kids yeah. <laughs> who don't get it, you know, right. and I didn't feel seen. And so, yeah, I feel like living in the projects um, half of my life has definitely instilled a different type of hunger and it can't be bought, to be yeah. honest. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, you, you said it perfectly and I appreciate you sharing that. And for, for, for your mom tuning in, let's yeah. say she's tuning in today, um, what would you say to her? Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get emotional. <laughs> um, 
just like thank you for everything. Thank you for like putting us first. Mm. I know it's not easy. And like even now when I look back at things, I'm just like, damn, you know, yeah. like I work and I do TGR and I don't complain about it. Or right. like if my schedule is busy, I don't complain about it because I have seen my mom work two jobs mm. and raise three kids and still like put a smile on her face and still make it happen, you know? Yeah. So I'm very, very appreciative of her. She is my angel, my queen, my everything. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm so grateful for her. And I promise I will, I will do everything to make her happy. Absolutely. <laughs> Amen to that. And shout out to your mom for holding it Thank down. You. Stuff. you created a successful multimedia and entertainment hub for women by women mm -hmm. called The Girls Room. Yes. Tell me more about the inspiration behind that. Yeah, I think that after I graduated from UA, I was often looking for outlets to feel inspired and to have that motivation and I couldn't find it you know I found like little snippets little pieces but there are often platforms that were dedicated to only one specific type of girl and like I said I am you know Puerto Rican and French and right. I used to have curly hair but I dye it so much you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. so there were platforms that were like for only curly hair girls or only wow. Latinas or petite girls I even saw a handle that was like petite women or something along really? those lines. Yeah. Wow. And this was after I graduated from UA. I did my research and I couldn't find what I was looking for. And mm. I was just like, why do women have to be categorized or why do we have to be limited to one type of, you know, space? And why is it that not all women can feel welcome? Right. And at Frank Sinatra, I felt like that. Mm. And I didn't want that <laughs> um, for what I was trying to look for. And so I created the girls room to resolve those types of issues that other women may be feeling because I know I'm not the only one, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like we're all so different. We have different passions. We have different stories. We have different aspirations. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're still women <laughs> and we deserve to be recognized and to feel safe and to feel recognized like as a whole, you know? Absolutely. So that's why I created it. And my entire journey, my childhood, my, my passion, everything is really a full picture of what TGR is now. Absolutely. And, and, and I appreciate you being so transparent and you can definitely feel the ambition and hunger Thank into, you. <laughs> into, you know, TGR acronym, right? Yeah. Uh, for the girls room. Um, so when when you have women coming onto this hub of information, yeah. of inspiration, yeah. um, what do you hope these women really take out of this hub? I hope that women feel like the opportunities are endless mm. because after you graduate from college, or even if you don't go to college, you feel me? It can feel discouraging when you're applying to places and they're like, we're moving on to the next candidate yeah. and it just keeps happening and happening and happening. You start to feel like, is it me? Like, what is it that I'm not bringing to the table? Right. But I want these women to know that like, their passion, their skill sets, and what they wanna do is so possible, regardless of what these big corporations may think or if they don't accept them, like I want them to know that the girls room accepts yeah. them. You know what I mean? Like I pay that opportunity forward with my team now. I have a team of women, 10 women, who have been working with me for the past three years. Wow. And they all came on after they graduated college. Some didn't go to college either and that's fine. Wow. That's and bad. I don't think that, you know, they're any less of a value than someone who went to college. And I think that's really important to show within my platform that everyone is accepted regardless of their education level, regardless of their passion, 
and things like that in their overall mission. Absolutely. I, I feel that a lot. And, you know, you talked about inspiration. You, your mother was a big inspirational yeah. uh, part of your life. Who are some other women that inspire you currently? Hmm. I think right now my inspiration is the people that I surround myself with in this current stage of my life. My team. I think my team is probably my biggest inspiration to this day because mm -hmm. they're all so freaking talented and they, they give so much, you know. Wow. So they're, they're my inspiration for real. Yeah. And, and let's focus on your team really quick. Yeah. Um, let, let's, what, what, do you, what about them you value the most? I value their time. Mm. I think that's, time is so precious, right. you know. How you decide to use your time is so important. And the fact that they're choosing to be at the girls' gym, to be a part of this, to be a part of something bigger than me, bigger than themselves, it's so big, you know? And I just appreciate their dedication and their talent. Like, they're so yeah. freaking talented, and I'm so grateful for all of them because I feel like they're hidden gems. Like, I, nice. I found them, and yeah. I'm so happy I have them. That's beautiful. <laughs> that, that, that's amazing to me. And um, it, it's one of those things where, like, you know, when you have an idea, when you have a business, obviously, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're, mm -hmm. you're a creator. Um, you always need that support from your team, yeah. you know, and you always learn from so many people around you. And like you said, I, I love how you said you're learning and the inspiration from there, you value their time. And there's so many things that you can learn from each other. Yeah. Um, but one thing I want to focus on that I want to hear more about is what did you learn about yourself mm. going through the process of creating the girls? Yeah. Room? That's a great question. I love that question. I think that what I've learned is that I can't do it all by myself. Mm. I started the girls room with the idea that I could do it all by myself. And I did for a while. And shout out to my brother and sister who have also helped me because I have to give that, that credit. But I've learned that I cannot do it all by myself and it's okay to mm. ask for help. I think as an independent woman and with the hustle mentality of, you know, that I have and the experiences I've had growing up, I've learn to do everything alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so um, when building this platform, I learned that I can't do it by myself and it's okay to ask for help. That's beautiful. And look at that, you've managed to ask for help in ways where it's TGR is just mm -hmm. soaring. And that's really, really um, powerful. Um, did you ever feel like, did you, did you ever feel like quitting? Yes, yeah. What, what got think, you through it? I think praying on it. Mm. Praying and also reflecting. I think that going back to the original stages of the girls' room, right? Like looking at like old footage. Um, it used to take me hours to record just like one snippet. Tell me about like, it. Like <laughs> my brother used to be like, Honestly, like, no, 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 this is the last one. Like, this is the last <laughs> one. And so I just feel like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I definitely have felt, I wouldn't say, I don't want to use the word quitting, but I have felt discouraged. discouraged. And, I, and I felt like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm. Is this the right way to do things? Because again, like you said, it was just an idea, right? But now it's like, I have a team. Yeah. It's LLC. Like there's just so much more that has grown that it has grown into that at some point you have to sit back and be like, is the, like, what do I do now? Because there's no manual to it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like 
I'm the first to do something like this within my family. I can't turn to someone and say, like, how do I do this? They're not going to say, oh, this is, you do step one, step right. two, you know what I mean? So just learning and just, like, reflecting on everything has allowed me to push forward and to pray on it has allowed me to push forward um, and has just assured me that I'm doing the right thing. So, yeah, I think I have felt discouraged and felt like quitting at some point or just being like, okay, th I don't know if this is really it. Right. Um, and then also my team now. And yeah, my team definitely makes me feel like this is, this is it. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and shout outs to the team though, because you. You know, they're definitely doing everything possible to keep the train going. Um, yeah. And with your team, what do you hope they get from you? Yeah. Uh, I hope that they learn how to be a leader. Mm. And I hope that the opportunities that I put forward to them that they then push forward for someone else or and, and look out for each other Absolutely. you know what I mean like I think I have shown that I often look to the right and left of me and not always ahead because there's so many talented people around me and around them and I hope that they continue to align with that and I mm -hmm. hope that they continue to make me proud Absolutely. <laughs> oh you talked about you know, keeping the girls' room alive and your team. Um, what's next for the girls' room? What's ahead? Um, right now, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, so many things just came to my mind. I just brought on an editor for the girls' room so our community can expect, like, more relatable and fun articles that they want to read. So I'm really excited nice. for that. I just brought her on. She, Congrats. Her name is to the both. Yeah, to Thank both you. Here. She's uh, based out in L.A., which I'm really excited about because I do want to continuously expand um, where our supporters lie. Mm. Uh, they can definitely expect more interviews with artists. I'm working very closely with Atlantic Records to um, highlight some of their artists. Mm. Um, I don't want to spill who yet, yeah. okay. but uh, we just interviewed Ivy J, who is only 18 years old. Wow. And, ugh, she's such an amazing R&B artist. She just dropped her EP, Fifth Element, so shout outs to her videos on YouTube. Um, yeah, we just have a lot rolling and we're mm -hmm. just we're just pushing and we're supporting each other. We're listening to each other. Mm -hmm. I think right now we have transitioned from being a blog to more of a business. Absolutely. And I think there's that shows so much growth. Um, so right now our teams are editorial production events and design. Okay. And so with production, uh, we're starting to push out like our own series and things like that, that will be coming soon. Um, and just like more community work. In the past, we've done a lot of photo shoots and things like that with people who support TGR because it's important to show them that the opportunity right. is there, you know what I mean? Like they can be a part of this. So with production, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of work coming. Look at that. So where can we find more uh, on this information? Like is it a... Yeah. IG website. Tell me more about that. Yeah, so our I would say our primary community is on Instagram, okay, um, and that's at the Girls Room NYC. Our website is thegirlsroom.com, um, and then YouTube the Girls Room channel. So you know, for for the women who are tuning in um, all over the world from all ages, all backgrounds today, mm -hmm. what advice would you share with them? The advice that I would share with them is to not get too wrapped up in what other people are doing. I think that, especially in this day and age, mm. people are looking at what 
other people are doing, you know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, I should be there, I should, I should be doing this, or if someone gets an opportunity, they, they feel like a sense of like envy and things like that, and I think it's important to know that there really is no competition besides yourself, you know? Yeah. And if there's always room for anybody, like, <laughs> there's room for everybody, there's room for you, and there's no reason to feel less than that. And for me personally, I always struggled with, and I think I spoke to you about this a little bit during our meeting, is that I always struggled with what my passion is, mm. and and what am I gonna do as a like when I get older? What is my career gonna look like? And I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I had no freaking idea. And I think that when I finally sat down and reflected, and I used a whiteboard to write down all my ideas, it's like, oh my god, like. All the things that I'm doing right now with the girls' room has been in front of my face wow. my entire life. Like entertainment. A lot of my friends are in entertainment, are amazing artists. And I used to spend hours and days after, after school watching them perform and, and practice. Um, dance has been so, something so big in my life. Um, design through like art classes. And everything was just right in front of me. Wow. So I think it's important that if you feel the struggle and you're not sure like what your future is gonna hold is to really reflect on what your journey has been up until this day. Wow. What have you done so far that you have enjoyed and really look back at that. I think a lot of people when I was growing up, especially my teachers would say, well, no, you have to do like one thing. Mm. Like you have to just pick one thing. And when I was creating the girls room, I felt like that because that's what I was told. But now if you look at the girls' room, we do so many yeah. things. And that's because I didn't listen to those people and I embodied everything I wanted. And so I think, you know, if you want to do more than one thing, you can do that. If you want to be an artist during the day, but a lawyer tomorrow, yeah. like you can do that. Right. Um, so yeah, you don't have to pick more like one thing. You can do whatever you want. Look at that. And that's such a beautiful way to transition and kind of conclude our conversation. Um, to me, you know, I hear the inspiration, I hear the passion, I hear the hunger, and of course, TGR has started, like you said, initially started as an idea. It's yeah. made its way through every sector of the business to do production, design, mm. and many other ventures that you're going to keep capitalizing on to now just hiring an editor. So I wish you all the best. Thank you. Uh, wish you all the best for the upcoming event as well. Thank um, But before we wrap up, mm -hmm. um, I do... I'm incorporating this new segment onto the show. Okay. Um, it's a new segment called Hidden Gems. Ooh. And <laughs> and what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask a variety of questions. Okay. Right? And all you have to do mm -hmm. is answer as quick as you can okay. within 30 seconds. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to set my timer. I'm excited. Here. Um, I've I'm excited to too. Honestly, <laughs> me too. Um, so I'm going to set my timer for 30 seconds. Okay. And it's going to be straight off the cuff. Okay. You ready? Yes. Timer's on. Air Force Ones or Air Max? Ooh, Air Force Ones. Favorite R&B song? Right now, Beautiful by Queen Naja. Spotify or Apple? Ooh, I just, I just downloaded <laughs> Spotify. I'm going to go with Apple, though. Okay. Describe yourself in three words. Ooh, beautiful, independent, strong. Coffee or tea? Coffee, for sure. Uh, what's one item you can never live without? My phone. <laughs> Favorite female artist right now? Queen Aja. Win the lottery or get your dream job? Win the lottery. Which celebrity does, does your style resonate with the most? 
Tiana Taylor. When are you most productive? At night. Um, favorite book? The Secret. The Secret is good. That was good. In one word, what does success mean to you? Uh, being happy being and at peace. At peace. That was a few more words, but no, nah, we'll let it rock. <laughs> well, Jacqueline, <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, I'm excited Thank again you. to learn more about you. Um, you know, it, it's been incredible to just see the growth over the years. And of Thank course, you. I wish you all the best with the girls room and of course to your team. Uh, in your future endeavors. So thank you, you again for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And that was Off the Cuff with Jacqueline Cornier.